This episode of the Biting Truth podcast is brought to you by IGA Supermarkets, where the locals matter. Hello and welcome to the Biting Truth podcast. This is a weekly podcast that aims to cut through all the confusion and misinformation in the nutrition space to give you up-to-date, cutting-edge nutrition advice. I'm Anna and with me is Alex and we are the dietitians and co-founders of the Biting Truth. Now, whenever Anna and I do Q&As on our Instagram, we get loads of questions about collagen. Collagen is now being added as a functional ingredient to a variety of foods and beverages, anything from protein bars, teas, coffee, and even baked goods. So in this episode, we're deep diving into collagen. What exactly is it? Should we be taking collagen supplements? And are there any ways that we can actually boost collagen production in the body? So let's start with talking about what collagen actually is. So collagen is a type of protein, and it's the most common protein found in the human body. And that's because it's the main component of connective tissue. So in other words, it's a substance that holds the body together. And it's found in things like our tendons, ligaments, skin, bone, muscles. And there's actually quite a few different forms of collagen in the body, and they are all super stretchy and super strong. And so if you think about it, this is why we can pull at our skin and it doesn't fall off. So it's really stretchy from that collagen. Exactly. And collagen is essentially continuously broken down and renewed. So we're always producing collagen, but it's also always been broken down. And unfortunately, as we age, our collagen production does tend to slow down. Some people at a faster rate than others. And then our connective tissue essentially loses that elasticity a little bit and becomes a little bit more brittle. And that's essentially what these signs of aging we see physically are. So we might get fine lines, wrinkles, our hair might thin out a little bit. And also this decline in collagen levels can also begin to limit things like flexibility and range of movement. Yes, exactly. Um, And the human body is actually able to make its own collagen, which I think is fascinating. And it just shows one of the many wonders of the human body. Yeah. And because our bodies can actually make collagen, it means that we don't necessarily need to get collagen through our diet. So if we compare this to something like omega-3 fatty acids, where our bodies cannot make omega-3. So we need to get this from our diet because we can make collagen in our body we don't necessarily need to get through our diet. Right. So what you're saying, even though we can eat it and get it in our diet, if we weren't to do that, our bodies would still be able to make it without it in our diet. Yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, so if we look at some foods that we find that actually do contribute sources of collagen, um, something like bone broth, because if you think about it, bones contain collagen. And that obviously became hugely popular due to the paleo diet. (laughs) Yes, indeed it did. Collagen is concentrated in connective tissues like muscle. So therefore, any meat that contains muscle or other connective tissue is going to be a source of collagen. So things like fish, shellfish, chicken. And then, of course, we're also going to find collagen in collagen supplements. And this is usually in the form of hydrolyzed collagen. And that just means that the collagen has already been broken down. And collagen supplements have been around for quite a while, but more recently it's popped up as an ingredient in foods and drinks such as snack bars and smoothies. Yeah, and I think we have people like Jennifer Aniston and Khloe Kardashian to thank for this. They've both got big collagen product ranges. And definitely (laughs) responsible for a lot of the hype we're seeing around the world. 
And so collagen supplements are derived from cows, pigs, chicken and fish. Um, So all collagen has to come from an animal because, you know, collagen is found in animals. Um, And it's actually quite a good use of this because otherwise this might be a waste product when we consume these animals. So, yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, that's a good point that all collagen comes from animals. So if you see vegan collagens... Bullshit alert! (laughs) Because plants don't contain collagen. So yes, we might be able to grow collagen in a lab, but this is something that's not widely available. So just be really sceptical if you are looking at different products and supplements available. So are collagen supplements necessary? I know a lot of you listening will be asking this and we are definitely going to answer this. Um, So remember we said our bodies can make our, our own collagen. So we do not need to consume collagen to make collagen in the body. And it's really important to understand that. Instead, what we really want to figure out is what inputs. So what do we need to give our bodies in order for our bodies to be able to produce collagen efficiently? And what, and that might include things like supplementing with collagen, but that's not always necessary. So we really want to try to keep this explanation as simple as possible because the science behind it is actually quite complex. But essentially, when we eat collagen, the body doesn't just absorb that collagen whole and deliver it straight to your skin or hair and, you know, to to have hydrated and youthful looking skin. Even though that would be the dream. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what we all like to think happens when we have collagen supplements. Instead, what happens is that when you consume collagen, your body breaks it down into amino acids. And then what happens is that your body is able to use those amino acids however it wants. And this is where there's definitely a genetic component involved. So if your body decides to produce more collagen, then it's going to gather the amino acids it needs to do that. And as I said before, some people's bodies are going to be more efficient at doing that and some are going to be less efficient. So I guess the main point here is that the amino acids necessary for collagen production in the body can come from any protein source. So whether it's bone broth, cheese, beans, quinoa, you don't have to eat collagen, but you just need to make sure that you're getting enough protein in your diet. Exactly. Now, and it might be worthwhile actually having a look at what some of the research is saying about collagen supplements. Yeah, so let's maybe start with skin health um, because there is some evidence that supplementation can help with some aspects of skin health, but it's mainly around skin hydration and elasticity. Um, But I think keeping in mind that the evidence here is still relatively weak and the studies that have been done have been um, done in small sample sizes. Um, with, With these studies, the amount of collagen consumed really does vary, but typically it's between two and a half and 15 grams of collagen. And this is something that we need to consider when buying collagen bars and drinks is often they don't contain that much. So they they don't contain the amount that the studies are showing might be beneficial. Yeah. So they can like have, you know, all the words on the front of the bar saying collagen, 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 they contain very, very small amounts that are going to have no effect. It's also worth noting that the supplements given in some of these studies sometimes contain other beneficial ingredients like vitamin C. So it's it's unlikely that it's just collagen acting by itself because this collagen was often combined with something else like vitamin C. And the other thing that's worth noting is that a lot of these studies that do have positive results are often funded by companies that sell these products. And that doesn't mean that we can't believe them, but it just means that we need to be particularly cautious. Definitely. 
they've also done some research in terms of collagen and osteoarthritis, and there have been some studies to show that supplementation with hydrolyzed collagen, so that broken down collagen, may be effective in the management of osteoarthritis. Um, Similarly, for athletes, there's been a small amount of research to suggest that that hydrolyzed collagen supplementation may be beneficial for athletes who experience joint pain and a bit of discomfort. Yeah, so I think all in all, you know, maybe the hype around collagen has gotten a bit ahead of the evidence. Everything is still really in its early days of research. And while we kind of know there's no harm in consuming it, and, and, you know, given there is some growing emerging evidence that it might be, you know, might have some benefit, we do just need to keep in mind that it's still it's still expensive and there's no guarantee that it's going to have this huge benefit. So as a priority, you still want to focus on your diet because remember your bodies can make collagen. Okay, we're just going to take a quick break now to mention our podcast sponsors. IGA know the importance of local better than anyone. Because if fresh is what you're looking for, it has to be local. It's why they source delicious fresh produce from local suppliers wherever they can. And why every supermarket is independently owned by local families. You'll find that the shelves are stacked with everything a local community needs. And that each store is unique and tailored to their local community's taste. So if you're looking for a supermarket where locals matter, pop into your IGA today. So given our bodies are capable of making collagen, let's have a look at how we can naturally increase our body's own production of collagen. So protein is the most important nutrient we need to consume when it comes to making collagen because protein is made up of amino acids and it's these amino acids that are needed to form and produce collagen. If you eat enough protein, whether it comes from an animal or a plant, your body should be able to make enough collagen. Animal proteins like chicken, fish, eggs, and dairy will potentially be a little bit more efficient in creating collagen, but you can still absolutely use plant-based sources of protein, so things like nuts and beans and seeds. Um, so it doesn't really matter if you eat meat or not. You can still get, you sh- as long as you're getting enough protein, you should be able to make enough collagen, but getting a variety of different proteins is absolutely essential here. And it's also been shown that vitamin C can help with the synthesis of collagen in the body. So humans cannot make their own vitamin C, so we need to get it through our diet. And yes, you can supplement, but if you're eating a well-balanced diet, then you shouldn't need to. So we find vitamin C in things like fruits and vegetables, particularly those citrus fruits, so lemons, oranges, berries, and then also veggies like capsicums, just to name a couple for you. Zinc is also another important nutrient when we, we need when it comes to producing collagen in the body. So adequate zinc can help synthesize collagen and, defi- and a deficiency in zinc has been shown to reduce the production of collagen in the body. So some really good food sources of zinc include foods like meat, shellfish, beans, legumes, so things like chickpeas and lentils, kidney beans, also nuts and seeds, dairy, eggs, and even a little bit of dark chocolate. Yay. <laughs> and yeah, and I guess the good news is that most of these are relatively easy to get in our diet. And I think a lot of people would prefer to have a supplement because it seems like a quick fix. But really what we'd encourage you to do is thinking about how you can look at your diet and make sure that you're getting um, your intake of all these different nutrients before you go down the supplement route. Yeah, food first, guys. It's always the best approach. And our bodies absorb the nutrients better from food most of the time. 
Okay, so I think it's also important to actually, you know, we've obviously spoken about where we get collagen and how we can make more collagen, but we should also have a look at what certain factors might inhibit or reduce the production of collagen in our body. Yeah, so it's important to consider these lifestyle factors that may affect collagen. It's not just about increasing the production. It's equally important to consider any damage we may be doing to existing collagen. Yeah, so smoking is an obvious one. And we all know smoking is not good for our health. But actually, research has found that smoking can also reduce the production of collagen in the body. Eating too much sugar is another known factor that can slow down collagen production. And I should make sure that make clear that that is added sugars. And also getting too much UV exposure, so via the sun, without protection. And while more research is probably needed here, and we're definitely not saying that, you know, don't eat any added sugars or don't go in the sun. We're just saying that moderation is really key here to help with overall health, including the health of our skin, our tendons and muscles and things. Yeah. So basically there's no point taking collagen supplements if you're going to smoke or bake yourself too often. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So in summary, just to pull this all together, should people be taking collagen supplements? And the answer is, or the drum roll, it really depends. So as we've mentioned, it's not quite conclusive yet if taking more collagen is actually going to help with the production of more collagen in the body. That being said, we do know that giving our body the right input, so making sure that we're consuming adequate protein, we're getting vitamin C, zinc, yep, um, that's going to help with collagen production we would really encourage you to suggest tackling things like what what we just said, making sure you're getting adequate nutrients in your diet before you jump on board a something like a collagen supplement. But there are no downsides or negatives to taking collagen supplements other than, I guess, maybe the cost involved there. So um, we would encourage you to consider, so if you do want, I guess, a collagen supplement, we, we just encourage you to consider the quality of the supplement and the cost. From there, gauge how you feel when, you're t- when you start taking it. And we say this with every supplement. As soon as you start taking a supplement, you need to really be in tune and try to notice whether there are any benefits. And if there are, then fantastic. Keep going. But if not, it's really important that you stop. Uh, maybe you want to try a different supplementation to see if there's a benefit there, but they're not going to be beneficial for everyone and you need to determine whether you are seeing any benefit um, to determine whether you keep going or not. So we hope you've enjoyed this week's episode on collagen supplements. We would love it if you could support us by following our podcast and leaving us a rating and review. That's all for today. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye.